for your followers? Because again, this is this is kind of a bridge to get people to uh, know who who they're following a little bit closer with sure. uh, with the podcast. And every thirty to sixty seconds, who would you who would you tell your followers? Uh, Sally McNutty is Snell. Snell. <laughs> My last name's McNulty, but it's totally fine. I get it all the time. <laughs> I'm Sally McNulty. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. And I am a time attack driver with Team Snow Performance and IED Performance. I have a 2007 Subaru WRX that I time attack across the country pretty much with Global Time Attack and Grid Life Series. I have a street class car. I know you might look at my car and you see a gigantic wing and a splitter and all <laughs> sorts of things that do not look like a street car. But per the, you know, the rules, it is a street class car. I actually have a lot of interior in it. From the mm-hmm. pillar forward, I have to have seats carpet radio blower motor all these things that so it's in the street classified car mm-hmm. and we go out to these tracks and i try to put down my fastest lap time um in in my own car that i own that we've done a lot of work on i've had that car for seven years i bought it in 2011 and it was almost stopped um and now it's uh it's pretty much a, a fully built race car that i take across the country and we race at multiple events and um, how was good life what was that how was your experience in atlanta over good life it was fantastic you know that was a really important event to me like out of i mean i went to a lot of events this year but that event was like something that was like really meaningful to me because last year i went to good life south i went there and i wanted to go fast and i did i did not have a good time i actually went into corner one and I went off in the dirt, and I actually hit a wall, and I did a lot of damage to my car. Like, okay, it wasn't. You're not talking about mentally. You're talking about the actual car. Well, mentally, physically, I I got hurt. Like I was, I had some, I have some neck problems still from it. Um, but I damaged the car. I did thousands of dollars worth of like damage. Um, I did a lot of mental damage. Like my pride was hurt, and then like. All of that, like getting back into the car was a struggle and um, I just wasn't going to let me let it get me down. So this year I told myself, I'm going to go to this event and I'm going to do better. Like, I'm not going to let that track get to me. And I went back this year. I went back to Grid Life South. Um, thanks to IG Performance and Sam Performance, we did a lot of upgrades to the car and we wanted to go test it out. We actually went there and went faster than we ever have. Mm-hmm. And we actually broke the street mod record for grid life at Road Atlanta. We were the fastest in street mod all-wheel drive overall. Really? That's By awesome. By like 1.2 seconds was like the closest competitor. And that was just like, I didn't go there to beat anybody. I wasn't going to go there and be like, I'm going to beat everybody. I actually went there for myself to prove to myself that I was going to go faster and that that track is not going to bother me anymore after that bad experience. And we mm-hmm. went there and it was fantastic. I was just like, I was over the moon with the event. The event is awesome. The people there are great. The event's a lot of fun. Um, but my the biggest thing was that I went there and I, I proved a lot to myself. So that was awesome. That's amazing. And would you say that was a big big uh, point in peace in, like, in your confidence in driving, like from where you were before until now? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Though this year, um, I have been focusing on getting a lot of seat time in the vehicle. Sometimes we don't always get a lot of seat time because you only get so much, so many minutes on track. And uh-huh. it's either, it's pretty much, we built our cars to the limits. And we try to drive them to the limits of the car within a certain amount of time, which you only get about like 15 or 20 minutes of track time. 
So okay. you're trying to, you know, per session. And you only get like four sessions a day. So you don't have a whole lot of time to put down that fast lap or if you did something to the car to even learn it. So okay. um, that was a, that was a huge thing for me this year is to get a lot of seat time as I possibly can. Um, okay. We actually, my car spent about six months on the East Coast going to East Coast events. And I partnered up with IG Performance and Fred Becker, who works there. Like, he literally redid the entire car. We went to events together and, like, dialed it in and dialed it in. And I, I got so much seat time. It, like, not only made me a better driver, but my confidence level is up. If you have no confidence in your car, you're not going to go as fast as you want to go. Really? Like, my confidence level was higher. And now my car, you know, I know it's not the car. I know it's me. Like, I need to get in the car, and I just need to drive it, <laughs> which was awesome. You know, I was able to get in the car and drive, and, you know, at that point, you can take out all the worry. It's like, oh, I don't think the car is doing this or the car is doing this. It's like, no, 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 girl. You just need to go hit the gas pedal. <laughs> so that, that was cool, and I have, like, me as a driver between last year and this year is, like, a complete 180. Really? Yeah, I, I like my all of my lap times of pretty much any track I've gone to have plummeted by like three plus seconds. How, how much practice do you, do you, do you uh, would you say you've gotten in this year in 2018 and just on the track? Um, I think we've attended, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, maybe seven events so far this year. Mm -hmm. um, and we still have more. Um, now we're back on the West Coast. My car's back on the West Coast. We're actually going to an event right now. We're on the way to go to Buttonwillow, California with Global Time Attack at Buttonwillow Raceway Park um, for a Time Attack event this weekend. And um, we're hoping to use all the seat time and all the stuff that we learned over the season because Buttonwillow is a very technical track and it's like the Time Attack track of, of the United States. Like if really? you're fast there, you're fast anywhere. So, awesome. like, we're really trying. And the biggest event of the year is called Super Lap Battle, and it's actually in November, and it's at that track. So this is kind of like a – it's a competition, but it's like a test day. So you kind of get, like, a little, you know, some extra seat time mm -hmm. to work up to that, to that event. So we're really hoping to dial in the car even more and hopefully put a really good, like, time down at the, like, the season finale. So. That's, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, so – so for maybe somebody that's listening, because again, this is this is my, my big thing, and one thing that's kind of how to, how this whole podcast came to fruition for me. Like I'm I'm really big on you know just kind of breaking the stigma. Like, wait, did you have this confidence? Like, how'd you how'd you start this whole journey to begin with? As far as just jumping in the WRX and you know traveling across country, like what 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 brought you to the spotlight? Was it just something like, hey, you should try you should try the you should try rally racing or whatever? And then you're like, okay, and then you just kind of fell in love with it. How'd that come about? Actually, no, I was, uh, I, I had a Chevy Cobalt and I liked cars, but I didn't really have any cool cars uh -huh. and I was like to follow people or like help out with cars, but I had a job and I worked at a dealership and I had a friend that said that he had a Mini Cooper and was like, Hey, you know, you should sign up for a track day. And I'm like, what, what is a track day? Like I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I'm from small town, Missouri. We don't have tracks there. Right. <laughs> um, so he's like, you should sign up for a track day. And I'm a couple YouTube videos. And I was like, it looks like fun. Sure, I'll go in my Chevy Cobalt. Mm -hmm. um, that's not a very. 
explained. <laughs> and uh, I had a blast. I was absolutely awful. I was terrible. I had no idea what I was doing. But, you know, I had a fun. And I thought I knew what I was doing. But I had a great time. And I just kept going. I kept going and signing up for more track days and getting more time and realizing that, wow, you know, I'm starting to get the hang of this. I think I I think uh-huh. I think I'm I'm getting pretty fast, and then I realized that the Chevy Cobalt <laughs> wasn't a good track car. So then I saw a, I looked for a Subaru because everybody at the track had a Subaru, and they sound cool. And there's not really any modifications right. you can do to a Chevy Cobalt. Like nobody really offers too many options for that thing. Coming up, uh, coming up on the eighth, which is tomorrow, correct? Tomorrow. So t- go ahead and walk us through that a little bit. Like, what, what's, your, what's your goals for this? And uh, number one and number two, um, how many races have you done so far this year? Answer one. Answer one, either or. It doesn't have to be in order. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, tomorrow we have a Time Attack event with Global Time Attack. It's at Button Willow Raceway Park. We are going to be going out there for a Pro-Am event. Okay. Now, in about a month or two months, so it's going to be the largest event of the year, and it's called Super Lap Battle, and that event is going to be at the same track. Now, it is called a pro event, and that's like the season finale. Okay. So we're kind of using this event to use it as a first. We're going to try to go as fast as we possibly can, of course. <laughs> you know, why not? But All we're right. kind of using it as a stepping stone to, like, dial in the car for this racetrack. Okay. Button Willow is, like, the best time attack track in America. Really? It's it's a ton of turns. Sometimes when you go to a racetrack, there's, like, a turn that's kind of like a giveaway. Oh, that's an easy one. Everybody gets that one. That's not the case at Button Willow. There, every single corner on that track is technical, and you have to learn it. Mm-hmm. So, it's, I don't know one person, unless you're some kind of, like, fantastic driver, um, that goes to that track for the very first time, never being there before, and goes super fast. It's just okay. not happens. Like, right. you have to have seat time at that track. So, I have quite a bit of seat time now. I've got a lot of laps in there, which is good. But we just did a lot of modifications to the car, like new engine, power upgrade. We rebuilt the transmission. We put shorter gears. Mm. Um, we put front and rear dips, a dip controller. Like, a ton of work on this car. Um, so we are going to go and take the car that's never been in this state, like the way it is now, mm-hmm. on that track. So like it must be exciting. Yeah, but everything we've done is like a, it's not like something that I really, I mean, I've learned the car and the, like having all the races I've gone to, like you asked how many events have I done this year? Mm-hmm. I think seven so far. Mm. I think that could be wrong. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. But <laughs> so it's like seven or 12. Yeah, something like that. Um, we've taken all the seat time that we've learned in the car with the new setup, and or you know, it's been kind of growing. We've done this, we've done that, whatever. Um, and we're going to take it to Bonwillow, which is a very technical track. But all those upgrades should really be helpful and not something like a hindrance or something that I need to learn. I feel like I'm going to get in the car, and this track is going to become a lot easier than it was before because we didn't have all these upgrades that essentially help you to go faster okay pretty much trying to go faster with less right now we have more to go faster awesome what would you say what would you say in this point in your career um something 
What would you say your biggest strength is on the track, or versus your biggest big, your biggest weakness? <laughs> um, once you start with weakness, is my own brain <laughs> anxiety? Because you know you want to go out there and you want to put down the fastest lap time that you possibly can, and you only get about fifteen to twenty minutes. But my car is only built for like three to four laps tops. Really? Like, yeah, you can't do much more than a time attack car because they're built to the limits as it is right now. And you're trying to drive that car at its limits and trying to go as fast as you possibly can. So there's a lot of stress that goes along with that. And trying and trying to not get into my own head, like, you know, staying focused and not getting overly worked up or working myself up about going fast. Or you have to do this. Just going out there and driving. Mm-hmm. You know the track, you know the car, just go and drive it. Just go. So myself is probably my own worst enemy. <laughs> how do you over- um, how do you overcome that? Like, because right? thinking, thinking of the like, obviously you still fight with it to to, to this day. But maybe maybe a young woman or somebody that's listening that has anxiety, the anxiety that you have right now, but they it's it's enough or anxiousness, anxiety, whatever you want to call it, for them not to take the chance. So you know what, I might want to go ahead and go on the track and start racing. What would you, what would you, what advice would you give in that scenario? Even if it's something that you can't really fight with today, to somebody that isn't hasn't even touched the track. Um, you know, if you want to start going to the racetrack and you want to start driving your car, great idea. I absolutely approve of that. I think it's fantastic. You can definitely sign up for classes like high performance driving events. Um, NASA has them. SECCA has them. I think there's a few other like track day organizations that also have like. You get an instructor. They teach you how to drive. They teach you how to get in the car. They teach you how to take lines, rip braking zones, where to sit in your car. All of those things, highly, highly recommend. When I started going to the racetrack and I started track days, there weren't any of that at the track that I went to. So it literally is me figuring it out by myself, which is not something I recommend. I have a lot of trial and error with that. If you go to a high-performance driving event, they can take all that guesswork out of that for you, and you can get in the car, and you can feel better. And you could, by the end of the day, you're going to notice a nine-day difference between yourself uh-huh. the beginning and the end. Um, and don't get it, and don't let, don't get intimidated. That's a huge thing. Intimidation factor is what gets into your head and what makes you get nervous. And when you get nervous, you tense up. And whenever you tense up, you don't drive like you should. Right. You're going to take more. You're going to take. You know. You're going to try to drive too fast or beyond your limits or beyond that you can control. And that's when problems happen and things happen. Um, they're, they're there to help you. Uh-huh. So take that intimidation factor and just push it up. Don't be intimidated. I'm just going to go have fun today. Or I don't, you know, don't, you don't have to put down, I have to put down a fast time. No, just, it's about having fun. If you're not having fun, there's no point in going. Hell yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, it seems like you have a lot of fun, and that's what I—that's why I wanted to bring you on here because you just on your snap, I mean, on your Instagram story and your YouTube videos, like you just—you have a lot of energy, a lot of confidence, just a lot of just having fun with the overall experience, and I, I really like that because it's—I've met a lot of women, regardless of in the in the industry or not, just you know, to themselves, they're very very closed off to a certain extent, and you know, obviously we have everyone has their differences, but. A lot of people are in this together, and they they don't realize how similar similar one another is in this, which I feel like we could really relieve a lot of pressures if they knew that. If they if they had a lot of people with with your vibes around them, or they picked it up even to the slightest degree. Oh well, thank you. I think you. That's that's very sweet. I, I try to have a good attitude because I feel like that's mm-hmm. the best way to be. 
if you, you know, try to be humble and don't think too much of yourself because it'll exactly. anybody. I'm a nobody. I am, I'm, I just go out there and I do this because I love it. This is the stuff I love. This is what I have a job. I have a day job. I'm a service advisor for a Volkswagen dealership and I work mm-hmm. a lot of hours, but I do it so I can go and do this because this is what I love to do. And, you know, that's, that's my biggest thing. But I have to say is that I may work a lot of hours, but I don't mm-hmm. do this on my own. You know, I do, you know, I have a really good support system. I have a really good team and like sound performance and IG performance. They are there and they, they help me to not mm-hmm. feel stressed about stuff because if you're up, you know, and even, even if you don't have like a, a race team behind you, um, but if you have a good support system, like if you have a boyfriend or a friend or, you know, or a bunch of friends who just like to do this and just go out and have fun, having someone just there with you is a, is, is a, right. a ton of difference. Like going out there by yourself can really, you can really get, you know, uh, unmotivated by, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to go there by myself. But having a bunch of people around you that like to do that, or even if they don't even know, they just want to go with you. That's, that's 100%. I hundred percent agree with that. Having a good, good attitude. Most sure. definitely. Do you recall your first race in that in that experience? Uh, my first. Like race ever, yeah. Like on, official. How was that? Yeah. Um, I remember my first time attack race. It was in 2013. It was with Global Time Attack at Chuckwalla mm-hmm. Valley Raceway. Which is kind of funny because I'm like almost, we just, we're about to go. <laughs> ironic. <laughs> it's all about time. <laughs> Very ironic. Um, but it was um, 2013. And it was in July or June, June of 2013 at Chuckwalla Valley Raceway. And if you don't know, if anybody knows anything about Chuckwalla, which you, I don't know if you do or not, but it's in the middle of the desert. And let's say June in the middle of the desert is probably not somewhere you want to be. Because it was 170, and it was so hot, and it was like a hair dryer in the middle. Uh, you know, you're in the desert. It was so hot, but you know what? I had a blast. Um, I didn't do that great compared to all the other people that were there, <laughs> but you know, I had a really good time, and I was like seriously hooked. I was hooked. I didn't. I was like, I don't care that I didn't do that great. My time was decent. Um, for never being there before. And I was hooked. I was like, I have to go back to one of these events. I have to go back to one of these. I think that if I went somewhere and I started working on like my driving abilities and working on myself and my car and getting it prepped better, I think that I could do better. And I started doing that. And I really, I've been racing with them since 2013 and it's now 2018. That's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that the coolest thing about time attack is not, not only going fun, going fast and having fun out in the racetrack and being out there and, you know, trying to put down your fastest lap time, but the people there the are cool. Like all the, yeah, the vibe is rad. Like the people are fun. The competitors are fun. Um, you know, there is a competitive spirit, but everybody's actually pretty, pretty cool like if you needed something like i guarantee there's somebody at the racetrack with a race car that might have it and they probably let you have it or borrow it or whatever you need it and the staff is fun they're always down like it's like becomes like a family a family event like oh i'm gonna go i'm not gonna go hang out i'm not going to global time attack no i'm gonna go hang out with my friends you know but yet we're competing it's it's 
it's a whole it's a whole cool experience and it's just like all of it it's very unique that's very unique that's that's these are the again the environments that that are like in hiding quote unquote that needs to come to fruition because that that sounds super welcoming and super super exciting to be around just the whole energy around it like that's something that definitely definitely will want a lot of people including myself just to be there because it's something you it's something you want to return to for sure for sure no agreed agreed and that whole vibe makes it that much more fun amazing now do you do you have any uh male or female do you have any uh people in the automotive industry that you look up to or that you inspire to or somebody that you just really admire from afar just what they're doing Um, he happens to be my boyfriend. He's really good at, at, at time attack. He actually owns like eight or nine track records. Class. And, and I, I want to be as fast as him. And I try to listen to everything he says. And his name is Marco. Marco is the real MVP. You can find him. You can find him on Instagram. He's now performance Marcos. He's also known for having really good hair. <laughs> Next question. I was like, "Is Marco Vitrans near?" Because the way you said it. <laughs> yes, he is actually sitting next to me. But um, he—he's a, you know, Marco used to. He started competing with Global Time Attack, I think, in 2011, and he was always fast. He was never slow, but he was fast. He was quick, and then the last two years. There's just something like clicked in his head. I don't know what it was, but he became like unstoppably fast. And I'm like, wow. Like, put me in the dust. I was like, whoa, okay. I need to like catch up. So like, I've been watching, I've been taking a lot of pointers from him, watching like his videos. I can't actually like, I don't actually, I don't think we actually ride in the car together because we might get in the house. Oh, you gotta do it. (laughs) Don't tell me what to do, but anyway. Um, but I really do look up to him because he's done. He's put a lot of work into this, and he doesn't just do this just for, you know, see how many sponsors I can get or blah, blah, blah. He does it because he wants to be the fastest yeah. person out there. And he has a really good attitude about it, and he actually puts, like, a lot of effort mm. into what he does. And so I've been trying to listen to him. Like, he tells me stuff to do. And I really have to say that not only with, like, the upgrades that, like, a lot of my team has done, but he has helped me to go really fast because he's helped me to like have the right mindset or, or, you know, have you tried putting your seat in this position or have you tried this? And like little pointers have really like helped that I may not have thought of that he is like fast right. works for him. So that's, that's, he'd have to be like the person I really look up to into this because he's, he's so close to me, but he's fast. And I know that he would never like lead me astray. You know what I mean? He only wants me to go fast. Like he wants me to go out there and be fast. That's, fast. A... that's mm-hmm. never happened. And the internet might explode, implode. At that time, but... <laughs> it's a unique relationship. I like but, that. That's awesome that you got that support system. No, no, and and he he's out there to support me. He wants me to go fast too. Which that's, I think is cool. that's awesome, Marco. You're amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. Because again, it's it just sounds it sounds cliche, but like I said, at one point, at some point in time, I want this to be normal. I don't want this to be like, oh my god, like it should that should be the standard in terms of when people enter their environment or they might have a spouse or a boyfriend or girlfriend in the industry, and it shouldn't be you know ridicule or you know doubt or you shouldn't do that. 
and sure. like I said I really commend you guys just for having that that really unique relationship in terms of just how you guys support one another. That's awesome. Well, thank you, thank you very much. That's really cool. Not thing. a problem. Um, my last, one of my I have I, honestly I can go all day. I'm a chatterbox, but uh, one of my last few uh, few questions. Number one, well, where can people find you? Where can they follow your journey and uh, ride, ride along the way as you uh, improve your times and improve as a as a driver all together? Sure. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Stand Performance Sally. Um, you can follow me on YouTube. It's either under Sally McNulty, but you can also search Diaries of a Female Racer, and that'll pop up as well. And I have. I have several YouTube videos. I try to put out YouTube videos on like how to's or how, like how I'm doing at the racetrack or the struggles that I have when I go to the racetrack because nothing is like, nothing is like roses and daisies sometimes, you know, you have problems, things break, you know, what are the things, you know, I'm not going fast enough. And it's kind of like, I try to put together of like how my event went or what I'm doing to prep for an event or, you know, what are my struggles that I have to do? Or what are we doing to resolve problems? Because let's be real, nothing is like, like I said, nothing is roses and daisies. There's exactly. always problems and things we have to fix and struggles. Because, um, you know, Instagram and the internet makes it look like our lives are like, exactly. you know, oh, everything's great. But it's really not. Things are always happening. Things are always breaking. Things we have to fix. Um, you know, late nights. I think every night this week where I was up between like from 11 to 1 every night this week. And I have to be at Jeez. work at 7. I'm trying to prep my car to have it ready for this event. So, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into that. There's a lot of no sleep and no dinners because you're just working and crashing and trying to get the cars together and on the trailer and whatever, you know. Um, like, for instance, we put some new coilovers on the car for this event. BC, I actually um, partnered up with BC Racing um, for the rest of the season and probably next season on getting new coilovers on the car. We did an inverted type setup with um, special spring rates and all that good stuff to get the car um, dialed in for next the, the biggest event of the of, of the year, which is in a couple of months. And so this was we were trying to throw those on the car and get everything dialed in, but that takes a lot of work. So we had to get that all together and yet putting all our stuff together and getting the cars on the trailer and then driving nine hours to to Bunwillow. So there's a whole lot of you know, work that goes along with it. it looks really awesome, but like, there's a ton of it's like literally like a whole week's worth of work just trying to get to good. And that's it's, it's a full time job essentially. It's a second full time job that doesn't <laughs> there's no money to be made in this at all. <laughs> and that's exactly why what well, is this? Like, is such important. Like, I, I, I try to get some. like, I'm gonna get I want to get the whole world of females on here and so many more things on here because again. Like, like you said, social media gives a perception mentally, like obviously it's not the truth, but mentally the people really think like like Sally is like the best and she's like Superman. And they think everybody that posts on there, they're, they're, they're Superman, Superwoman, whatever you want to call it. And to show, you know, that, that you, you know, we all have our kryptonites and, you know, we're all human. It, it, it really, it really, it's important because people literally make excuses that aren't really excuses. Like you literally are making it work when it comes to, you know, obviously you have an, uh, a support system, but you really want to do it. But it's also, it, it's also on the road of you wanting to do something or things you don't want to do. Right, right. That I mean, that was like, that's my biggest, um, I guess, determining 
like you have to have something that drives you and that's something that like when I started doing this I loved it and I I'm like I don't care how much work it takes I don't care how much ramen noodles I have to eat I don't care what goes into this like I'm gonna make this work I want to be I want to be a fast female time attack driver I don't want to be um you know I want I want to I want to go out there and I want to prove myself by like my lap time like what what I, this is what I'm made of like I know that I um, I want to, I want to set records. I want to do all of that. I don't want to be, um, I, I don't want to be mid pack. I want to be, at the, yeah, you don't want to and that was something that it's taken me years upon years upon years to get there. And it's taken a lot of work and a mm-hmm. lot of struggles, but it's all 100% worth it. And to any female who out there that wants to do it, you can do it. Like I was no one, I didn't, I I, I came from nothing, like literally nothing, but, and I still have, I don't have anything, but I, you know, I, I bought a car and I'm going to, I just had this dream and I just kept going for it, kept going for it and kept going for it. And, you know, it's just keep. That's keep awesome. Dude. Sounds like, sounds like a motivational speaker for sure. Honestly, again, I appreciate you hopping on. And one of my last questions, uh, do you have a, maybe a, do you have a ritual before you before you drive? Like I was talking to uh, Amber Balkan, and she she has, a, she has a few things that she does before the races um, every every single time to kind of get her in the in the mode, as well as uh, sports. And she has a few things. Do you have anything that you do prior to that you always do? You have to do, or you just kind of get in the car and go? Um, you know, I like to like kind of like chill out. I always have to like chew gum. I know that sounds weird. That's <laughs> not wrong. Everybody has like their thing. I always chew gum and I always say a small prayer, and that's pretty much it. Amazing. Okay, cool. And then lastly, uh, I swear this is the last thing. Um, what was it? Um, do you this track that you're that you're gonna race on tomorrow? Um, is there anything that you're looking forward to, or not look forward to something that you're looking to master? Like, is there something on the track that you're totally. that some? Yeah. Totally. I. I my fastest time at this track is a 156.7. I did okay. that like, like about a year ago, maybe a little shy of a year ago. And that was with much less power and with less fewer upgrades and a lot of things. So I have, I made a goal for myself to do like a 54, uh, 154, like flat. And I made it a reasonable goal, nothing like too outlandish. Um, but that's my biggest thing is I'm going to try to, to do a certain time and, and go out there and see if I can accomplish that. Okay. What do you think is a big component to like having a quick time? Like, I'm sure, like, I'm sure Marco's co- uh, coached you through some things, but just, just being <laughs> in the car so long, like, uh, like what, what are, what are some things that you have, like a key component, like you're in the car, you're on like the second lap, the third lap, like what, what are some one or two components that like you got to stay close to the corners like you got to make sure you accelerate before you get to this corner like what, what are some things with that and then we can in, end on on that note i think my biggest thing that's helped me the most and that i try to really work on is looking through to the next corner okay um if you focus on it's kind of like they always say if you're driving or object fixation if you look at something you will innocently walk to it or drive to it Exactly. Um, and that's just like, you know, people, you could be walking somewhere and you're looking at, so you're going to end up walking that way. It's very similar on the racetrack that if okay. you look to 
where you want your car to be, you will in essence, you know, you essentially will drive there. So if you look ahead to where you want your car to end up, like leaving a corner, you will essentially drive to where you want it to be. So trying to look ahead is, is something that I like, like tell myself every single time, look ahead, look ahead, look ahead. Um, because that will, in essence, I'll, you'll hit the gas faster. You'll turn mm-hmm. in, you know, right at the right time. And you'll, you know, or break where you need to, to, in essence, to have your car there. If you don't do that, I, I tend to notice that myself, I don't maybe get on the throttle as fast as I do. Or I might break oh. too soon. Or, you know, I might be leaving seconds on the table by doing that. Interesting, interesting. Definitely, that's super valuable in terms of that. Because again, it just seems like it's so fast paced, and you know, especially for the average person or somebody that's like on the brink or thinking about it, or or even in that position. Like, I think that can definitely go a long way in terms of uh, coaching. Because there's always somebody, something that somebody uh, can offer to you value, especially in that realm that one person might not know. So, definitely appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, yeah, lastly, again, uh, where can people find you as far as your social media and, and everything? Follow your journey. No problem. You can find me on Instagram at Snail Performance Sally or YouTube under Sally McNulty or Diaries of a Female Racer. Sensational. Well, again, Sally, I appreciate you for hopping on again. Again, this Thank is a, not a problem. Like I said, it's an obligation. It's something I'm excited about because, again, I didn't see anything like this. Uh, exist and like I said this is episode 26 I think one of the two 26 27 28 one of them uh, and again it's it's only the beginning and truly your inspiration and I'll awesome. hopefully you and uh, there's a lot of people that I received direct messages from and emails saying that they look up to you or they're like you need oh, to interview, you need to interview thank you. thank you so much that's really 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 humbling not a problem. Like I said, at the end of the day, that's all we got as, as people. And all, not in, in order to, you know, make – in order to lead the way, you can lead by example, and you're doing exactly that. So just keep doing what you're doing. Keep trying to be better than you were yesterday. And, again, guys, if you guys enjoyed this, uh, feel free to not only share it with yourself, but share it with somebody you feel like it, it can inspire. And this is the Miss Mail Podcast, again, uh, viewing a female's perspective in the automotive industry. You have a safe drive. Thank you. I can't wait to hear the results of you come in top three. Oh, in thank you place. so much. Not a problem. You have a sensational day. You too. Bye.